episode of Conversations from Here, I speak with my friend and collaborator, Dr. Jess Lakin. Jess is the founder of Mother Tree Healing Arts, and she is a holistic life coach, meditation guide, healer, sound bath facilitator, and creator of transformational retreats for women. In this chat, we discuss creating space for change, both in the inner and outer landscapes, So for anyone who wants to create space, whether external, as in physical space, or internal, as in psychological slash awareness space, we give you some things to consider as places to start. This episode is the first in a wellness series called Where to Start, where Jess and I will roll out several episodes over the next few months. Our hope is that these discussions will inspire joyful exploration and discovery of your own wellness practices. The great Taoist sage Lao Tzu once said, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Here is our offering to help you on your way. Here's me and Jess. Have you do a little bit of intro. So you started a wonderful and beautiful entity called Mother Tree Healing Arts. And I wanted um, mm-hmm. you to do just a little intro about what you do and uh, and, and what your offerings are. Yeah, I um, <clears throat> am a holistic life coach, meditation guide and uh, healer. I work with Reiki and sound healing and really offer um practices to support health and well-being um, and community, bringing community together, very much focused around the vehicle of awareness, consciousness, um, energy approaches, mind-body integration and spiritual approaches. And so it's uh, really wonderful to su- to support people on their own path of self-awareness and um, on that path, supporting themselves to bring more joy and well-being into their lives. And so that's a, the mother tree is about this place of nourishment and sanctuary. Um, And so I see Mother Tree as kind of holding her branches over all of these offerings. Um, And that's the vibe of the work that I do, which is really fulfilling and joyful for me. 
Well, and and especially in these kind of weird times that we're living in and and you know, given that like the last couple of years and people have been resetting and recalibrating their their lives and their livelihoods and to be able to offer things um and and with Zen Body Living, I too um am in the wellness space and to be able to help to guide people on their on their respective journeys and it's 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 about discovery and the joy of that and what a beautiful thing that is and i think for a lot of people um and and you and i so just to give a little bit of background for folks um jess and i got together and and thought well you know why don't we combine our efforts and create a little series that we're calling uh where to start and i did on Zen, on um on conversations from here before via my zen body living that everybody knows about um uh i i did speak to that about uh changes but i wanted to bring jess in to sort of flesh these things out because you know you and i were talking a bit about um how so today's episode is creating space for change and on on my podcast before i was talking a, a bit about the physical space but you brought up the, so that's the outside, the exterior, mm -hmm. but you were talking about the, the inside being the, um, the, the mental space and the space of prior prioritization and whatnot. So that we combine our efforts today and give people a place mm -hmm. to begin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually, um, work, bring a lot of focus in my my work to the medicine of space I believe it's really primary especially when we're beginning to make any changes within our lives maybe we have a um an inspiration to do something new or to take to 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 walk a different path towards something new for ourselves which feels um as if it's supporting our health, our well-being, and so I think it always begins with creating space. And there is something about the medicine of space. You know, for many of us, our lives are very busy, and to be able to create space and then safeguard that space, so not immediately filling it again with something else, but to be able to hold that space and rest within it, then that's when these new inspiration, new, new inspirations arise. And that can be really, really exciting and really foundational in creating change of any nature. So it can relate to the outer space usually starts as an outer space exercise. Mm -hmm. But I believe that that has a direct translation to creating inner space. Absolutely, because I know that, um, I mean, I hear from people all the time about how they have sort of this endless clutter just because life gets in the way and you have other priorities, family and whatnot. And you kind of forget about keeping your personal space as sort of your little sacred space. Mm -hmm. um, and it can be a thing that, that just sort of gets neglected. Um, so I, so, um, and in this other episode, I was talking about clearing 
space, clearing physical space. So at least you have a little patch of room because when you have, when you can visualize space and create your own beautiful little corner or room or what have you, it creates mental space. Mm-hmm. It creates, it has a psychological benefit. Um, mm-hmm. So that's working from the outside in, but you can also work from the inside out and do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it could be um, creating a moment within the day of taking a breath or simply pausing or even just doing something that you enjoy, which has no purpose other than because you enjoy doing it. That, in a way, is creating space within the day um, to essentially slow down and be with yourself in a in a, a more restful way. Um, so space can rep- represent time. It can represent that physical space. Usually one of those two things is that pathway towards the experience of inner space. Yeah, because um, the other thing that's really important is um, I find is to have a certain time of day that is blocked out, whether that's 15 minutes for yourself or whether it's an hour or what, whatever length of time it is, it's important to, to understand that it is important by virtue of it being important to you. So whether anybody else thinks it's important or not is irrelevant. It's carving that out and then making that commitment to yourself every day and, and, and making a, cause you know, when we put something on the calendar, it, it becomes a thing it actualizes. So one of the things that I advise is for people to actually do that, make it, make a date with yourself, if you will, put mm-hmm. it on the calendar to make sure that you show up for yourself. Yeah. And when, you know, this series is talking about where to start. So mm-hmm. it may be that even, you know, thinking of a goal, which is re- really reachable for this moment is in time is the place of where to start. So if that means doing that one time a week or two times a week or every other day, that's where you start. And then hopefully that leads into more of a regular practice. But to, I think what can get in the way of this is like perhaps starting off with an intention to commit to something regularly and then um disappointment can come in when we don't sort of stick to that schedule rigidly so it's being able to flow with where you are and making some form of commitment that meets your life Mm -hmm. that feels well balanced and to go from there that's the beginning well and i think that is the beginning of beginnings and especially like starting uh, starting with something that's manageable and doable, I agree 100%. Because if it becomes something that becomes an impediment because it seems unreachable, then it doesn't happen. So that is absolutely that is absolutely spot on about starting where you are, as opposed mm-hmm. to maybe where you'll be in mm-hmm. six months or whatever that could change. Um, and to be able to uh, 
set yourself as a priority for those times that you can, um, that you can make that commitment to yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and I would also add that it doesn't have to be, it can be a little bit smaller than, than you might think. Maybe, maybe it starts one, one thing, uh, a place to start is a, is a meditation practice as it could be 10 minutes, you know, even something like that. So then you have the mental space to mm-hmm. allow for that expansiveness. And maybe it, maybe it also translates out into a tidier bedroom, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because you've created the space in your mind that you're not overwhelmed mm-hmm. and you think, ah, I can, I can tackle that. I can, and then I can carve out some literal space for myself. Mm-hmm. So what in your experience, um, Dana, is the benefit of creating space for change? What have you seen people do with that space? What can be ignited from there? Well, um, certainly taking better care of themselves in all ways. Um, Because I think especially, especially women um, have a tendency, not all, but many I have seen, um, tend to put others first. And whereas that can be instinctual and noble in intention, but it can cause havoc if you're not taking care of yourself. Um, so, um, in my experience, clients have said, ah, I feel like because I put the recognition that if they put themselves first, it's, it's actually not a selfish act because then they have, their well is full and they have more to give to their families and friends and meet their obligations more joyfully, really, because they have allowed themselves to fill up mm-hmm. rather than being depleted. So um, I think a greater sense of ease, um, a greater sense of presence, um, being less harried in life, um, less rushed, recognizing that, you know, I can take, I can take 10 minutes. I can take 15 minutes to, to sit, to clear my head, to take a walk, um, to, you know, to walk the dog, smell the flowers, what, whatever, whatever that is, spend time with, with, with your animals outside, um, is extremely restorative. Small things like that are actually make for pretty monumental changes mm-hmm. when you make that commitment to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I have uh, witnessed this, um, seen this in the people I've worked with a lot. There's a there's an incredible, it's almost like a turning of um, of a boat in a sense when people make that commitment or have that realization of perhaps having spent maybe the majority of their lives for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps working to a goal, maybe a commitment to family, maybe a commitment to a career. Um, And it's very natural for each one of us to be growing, to Mm -hmm. evolve, for our priorities to change. And the turning of that boat is when people come to realize that there's a, there are perhaps there's a, um, you know, even a sense of inner depletion, tiredness, maybe um, 
just a desire for some kind of change for a, a new horizon many people feel that but they don't know what where they want to steer the boat to which direction to go to mm -hmm. but they're aware of needing a change and so the creation of that space without any sense of direction as to where that space is going to lead to is so beautiful to witness how nourishing that is for people when they have been devoting their lives to other things, when they offer that space to themselves and rest in it, it's where their imagination kind of like sparks off. It's where dreams kind of can be seen and really acknowledged. And then there's this um, moment of, yeah, why not? Why not? Let me just take the first step towards mm -hmm. that new horizon. And that's really exciting because that's the beginning of momentum and the beginning of a of um, a big movement. And I think it begins with that space. So, just, it, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, but it can be difficult to even be with space when we're used to not being in space. So even in a mental capacity, mm -hmm. just even to note it, even to be sitting in a place of spaciousness within our own minds can feel strange when we, you know, perhaps have just always been kind of moving on to the next thing all the time. So how do, how can people support themselves in holding an inner space without wanting to fill that. So um, to some, just as a sum up in terms of what someone can do today, if they're listening to this, mm. one might be to enact a small meditation practice that they make a commitment to um, however many days a week that they're able to. Um, one might be set up a little session to clear some physical space. I always say the bedroom first, because that is a natural place of restoration and rest. Um, that's, that's a good place to start. Um, what else would you say from a practical matter? I noticed that our time is ticking, is ticking down. <laughs> what, what suggestions would you have to, to begin to carve out the space? Yeah, I think I think both of those things are really um are really wonderful but I do know that for many people even approaching a meditation practice can feel um can bring all sorts of anxieties. Uh people lots of people think I can't meditate, I can't keep my mind still. So space for me might be going out for a walk in nature, like breaking away from the day-to-day -day of what mm -hmm. you normally do and just going out for a walk it could be doing something that you really enjoy for yourself like you know going to get your nails done or or even stopping and having a cup of tea and um reading reading something just for the sake of doing something that you enjoy without purpose so that space creation comes from taking a, a step away from the normal routine 
and doing something which you enjoy. And I would add that it is important because it is important to you. And Absolutely. that's something, and that's enough. That's all it takes. That's enough. And that's a start. Yeah. Well, I think this is, I think this is, this is a great place to, to, uh, to stop so that they can start <laughs> and, they can, and they can begin and we'll do, we're going to do a few more of these uh, little sessions, but this is just the beginning. So thank you, Jess. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you, Dana. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. And too. that was the inaugural episode of our series, Where to Start with Dana Ziegler and Jess Lakin. Thank you so much for joining us. Next time, our episode will be concerning meditation. So where to start with meditation? I think you'll find this fascinating, informative, and hopefully a lot of fun. Thank you so much for listening. Take good care of yourselves. Take good care of each other. And as always, I will see you on the other side.